This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Good morning and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Great show for you today, starting with Sue Leslie, president of the Horsemen's Benevolent Protective Association of Ontario. We're going to find out more about the good work of the HBPA, what this year has been like for Sue and for all involved, and a look forward to what this organization that represents owners and trainers of thoroughbred racehorses has planned for 2024. It is always such a fun and interesting ride when Jason Blewett, ownership advisor, West Point Thoroughbreds, joins us. Jason has many irons in the fire when it comes to the horse racing industry in North America and around the world. We'll discuss the comings and goings at West Point and take a little trip to the other meccas of thoroughbred activity internationally. Jason will also give us his take on 2023, the year that was in horse racing. And last but so far from least, one of my favorite on-air horse racing hosts, Mark McKelvey. This guy is like the Energizer Bunny. He's multi-talented and wears a variety of hats at Woodbine, including the senior manager of communications, Chapeau. Can't wait to sit down with Mark McKelvey today on Ponies 24-7. And finally, he's back, my amazing co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a fantastic show. Please get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go into some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, Larry Simpson will join us with our new show feature, In Case You Missed It, Ponies 24-7's recap of the week that was in horse racing news, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, 
Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer. Let me introduce you to the man who needs no introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. My amazing co-host, Larry Simpson, and our, in case you missed it, a look at the week that was in horse racing news, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Larry, it seems that the Belmont Stakes will be run at Saratoga in 2024. Why is that? What's the significance? Well, if you recall, we had Keith McKelmont of Naira on last week, and he explained because Belmont is still going under construction and that for the next uh, year or so, uh, they had to find a place to run the uh, the Belmont Stakes, which is the third leg of the Triple Crown. So it was decided this week to run it Saturday, June the 8th at Saratoga. Now, the important thing about that is They've had to change the distance of the race from a mile and a half because it was always the most grueling of the three uh, Triple Crown races because it was at a mile and a half. Well, they've because of the configuration of the Saratoga track, they can't really run a mile and a half race, so they're going to run it at a mile and a quarter. Really? Yeah, so that's, you know, so you've got a, a mile and a quarter uh, for the Kentucky Derby, then you've got a mile and, and uh, three-sixteenths for the Preakness, and now you're going to go back to a mile and a quarter uh, for the Belmont. So it throws a whole new twist on it. So it's, it's going to be interesting, you know, when it comes to, uh, to the uh, Triple Crown, which uh, is coming very quickly. I know, thank goodness. We love that time of the year. Yep. And, and very quickly, uh, will the change in racetrack length make a difference to trainers right now, horses that, are, that, that they might be looking at, uh, hoping to enter the Belmont Stakes? It may. They may have to train them differently because before they were always training them for that extra quarter mile. And now it's, uh, they're still going to be stretching out, you know, from a mile and, and three sixteenths to a mile and a quarter. So there's not going to be any cutback in that respect. But I think it's just the way that they're going to train them differently. And that was In Case You Missed It, sponsored by RS Bell Propane on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian owned and family operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. We are thrilled to be joined today by HBPA President Sue Leslie. Now, the... 2023 Woodbine Meet is just about to come to an end, so who better to talk about this year than Sue? We welcome you back to the show, Sue. Thanks for joining us. My first question, probably important, especially for first-time listeners, what exactly does the HBPA do? Well, thanks for having me, uh, Anne and Larry. The HBPA does a lot of things. Uh, We're a benevolent organization who represents owners and trainers and their staff of thoroughbred horses. So we get involved in, we run a pension plan, we run a medical plan, we run owner's awards, we handle benevolence, people that have run into either bad health or financial difficulties. We negotiate with government, we negotiate contracts in terms of days and purses with the racetrack operators. We deal with AGCO on rule changes. We deal with the CPMA on medication and drug testing. We have a long list of things that we do on a daily basis. And then, of course, the personal individual issues that 
course, people might have where they contact us. We were worried about the condition of the racetrack, uh, safety on the backside, equine welfare, people being treated fairly. Somebody wants to become a member. How do they go about doing that? They have to have an AGCO license. There's no uh, fee to sign up for the HBPA. We have a membership form they can fill out, but there's no cost to them, but they must be licensed by the AGCO. Where there is a cost, right? At AGCO, there's a cost yes. to get licensed. Yep. Yes. And how important do you think your work and, and everybody who's part of HBPA, how important has it been to the horse racing industry? Like many things, Anne, I think it's hugely important. I think, as I've just listed, we do a lot of things that people don't even know we're doing. We try to prevent problems before they happen. We try to advise racetrack operators on issues or the AGCO on potential rules. We try to get out in front of things and and work with other entities for the best interests of the horse, horse people. And sometimes it's a very adversarial relationship and it can get kind of heated. But I like to think for the most part, we try to work in unison with the other parties in the industry that have a significant role, um, but make sure that our horse people's voices and what their needs are always heard. All right, well, let's talk about the 2023 racing season, both at Woodbine and Fort Erie. Uh, How would you describe it, uh, Sue, and did it come with any challenges this year? Well, we always have lots of challenges, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> you would know that. Look, at on one hand, we can say it's been a terrific year. Both Woodbine and Fort Erie have uh, set new betting records, which is an accomplishment. The casino is now operating at Woodbine, and as you know, there's there's lots of development plans going forward there. It's a challenging time because it's 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 a huge change for traditional horse people that's taking place. And of course, we've had the introduction of sports betting, which has, I believe, really hurt the horse racing industry in a lot of ways. Going forward, the competition for the betting dollar is just going to get more and more aggressive. While Woodbine and Fort Erie have done a great job in terms of their overall wagering, our wagering largely is outside of Ontario. And that that affects income in a big way and affects the ability for racetracks to be able to provide better purses for horse people. I believe, and this is just my personal opinion, though I think many agree, that the introduction of sports wagering has cannibalized wagering on horse racing in Ontario. Can you explain a little bit about that, why you feel it's been cannibalizing the industry? Now that sports betting is legal and people have shifted or at least shifted part of their leisure or betting money to other forms of sports. Um, and as I say, you know, as you know, there's a takeout on on uh, betting products, and that takeout varies depending on where the wager comes from, where the wager is made. So it's much more advantageous to us in Ontario to have someone bet in Ontario on Ontario product than it is to have someone sitting in, you know, California or Kentucky to bet on our product. So the home market area is crucial to horse racing. And I just think that 
People have limited amount of betting dollars, and it's it's getting more spread out now. There is a, an arrangement with Bet365 now, right, Suze? And if some of these other sports betting companies come in and basically get involved with the Woodbine product and, and horse racing, that should start improving it, no? Well, that's the question, Larry. I yeah. mean... Yes, there is an arrangement with Bet365. I don't have uh, year-end totals as to what that has accomplished in terms of dollars for horse racing. But, you know, the great part is is that, yes, we're on the site. And, yes, Woodbine tells us that that is going to expand to many other sites. But the negative part of it is now when a person who historically wagered only on horse racing is now going to a site where they also can wager on football mm-hmm. and baseball and hockey, where before they would just maybe bet, make their horse racing bet how much of the dollar, of which was totally horse racing dollars before, how much is being displaced now versus the people that are have been on those sports betting sites now see a, a button where they can click on horse racing and bet on horse racing. Which way is the pendulum going to land. We're not on enough sites and Bet365 with horse racing on it hasn't been uh, infiltrated long enough for us to really know the answer to that, or certainly I don't know the answer to that. And on the flip side of the coin, Sue, though, could it could Bet365, though, bring in new fans of horse racing? I don't think that any of us, and particularly me, are in a position to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down in terms of what the long-term ramifications are going to be. I still believe that horse racing needs another source of income. I know that all of us in the industry, including Ontario Racing and Woodbine Entertainment Group, are all working hard to try and find that other source. And one of the other sources could be horse ownership, eh? bringing more owners in? And we're all working very hard at that too. But again, you know, the purses across North America are very competitive now. And horses move around from track to track pretty easily these days. So the, the whole key to ownership and having them race at Woodbine is having good purses. And uh, it's a challenge under the current conditions with the restructuring that's going on at Woodbine. It's a challenge at the present time to see those purses increasing as the HBPA thinks they should be. We have a one year left on our current agreement with Woodbine, and I can assure you a top priority on the new agreement is going to be purse increases for owners. Is it appropriate for me, and it's my understanding that this year was the first of the new horseman's contract for the 23-24 season, committed $62 million in purses to Woodbine. So what does that mean? Well, you're correct. It's a two-year agreement, and this was a hard-fought agreement last year between uh, the HBPA and Woodbine, but it just secures for owners. Owners worry about two things in particular, in my opinion. There's many things, but they want to know how many race dates there's going to be, so how many opportunities will there be for their horse to race, and they want to know how much money they're going to race for, and how is that going to be distributed between... Ontario bred, Ontario sired, open horses, cheaper horses, stake horses, the in the middle horses. So it's a balancing act to try and keep all those ownership levels involved and feel that the purse distribution is done fairly. And that's part of our job to, to try and work with Woodbine 
to make sure that purse account gets dispersed in as fair a way as we can. This isn't meant to lay blame at Woodbine. They've taken on a massive, massive project with their property. It's very, very hard to keep owners in the business when owners feel that the purses are not keeping up sufficiently to help owners with their costs. And we all know what's happened to the cost of living uh, in Ontario, and it's no different in the horse racing industry. That's blacksmith, day rates, transportation, uh, farm rates, etc. They've all gone up substantially. You're obviously very passionate about horse racing, Sue, which is something that you, you need to have this passion to be interested. I've got the same passion like you do. Where did your passion come from? <laughs> you know, that's kind of a good question, Larry. I mean, it, it started with my husband and I just going to the races as fans. And then a, a common friend said, well, you know, we're going to buy a horse. Do you just want to take a piece of it? And my husband at the time was a real sports fan. He, he loved to wager. My love has always been animals, whether it's horses, dogs, cats. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't much matter. It just got us going. And once we started getting back to the barn and I was around them a lot, my respect and admiration for resources just kept growing and growing. Then our participation and ownership grew and then we built a farm and almost 50 years now I've just been both feed in. There's nothing more beautiful and nothing more majestic than a thoroughbred racehorse, I can tell you that. And do you feel that your work at HBPA is making a difference? I think the HBPA does make a big difference but I don't think it gets the recognition because so much of our work is done behind closed doors and so much of our work is done in preventing uh, obstacles for horse people rather than getting them changed once they're implemented. We do do that too, Anne, but I would say we're much more successful trying to get ahead of a problem and working it out with AGCO or, or the racetrack operator or CPMA. Once they've made their mind up and they announce something, it's really hard to get them to back up. We do succeed sometimes, but that's a difficult to do. So it's hard for our members to appreciate all the work that goes on behind the scenes because really for them, we make it pretty seamless, to be frank. And that's why we do interviews like this with someone like you, Sue. (laughs) (laughs) You speak, Larry, of your and my passion for horse racing. That, I can tell you, is tributal to pretty much every owner, every trainer, groom, exercise rider, hot walker, vet, blacksmith, I mean, everyone who puts their hand on a horse is in love with horses. Mm. That's why we do what we do. Well said, Sue. And, and thanks for coming on again. And I'm sure we're going to have you back real soon. So, Well, thank you. Stay healthy and, and have a happy holiday season, both of you. Oh, and you as well and everybody at the HBPA. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, and Larry, all the best. When we come back, West Point's Jason Blewett joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. 
Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 1059 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Always such a fun and interesting ride when Jason Blewett, ownership advisor, West Point Thoroughbreds, joins us. He's with us today, and he's in a place that is a lot warmer than us right here in the GTA. Hi, Jason. Welcome back to the show. Hi, guys. It's uh, it's great being on. It's been a while. <laughs> I think, if memory serves, we spoke Kentucky Derby Day, actually. I was at Churchill Downs. It's a lot quieter now. Uh, sitting in my home office next to my my Belgian Malinois named Zizi, but it's it's all good and uh, happy holidays to you guys. And the home office would be in which city in the United States, Jason? So Fort Lauderdale, Florida, oh. is is home. I'm from Long Island, New York, originally. My wife Christine is from Saratoga Springs, but we now spend about eight months or so, and this is home in in Fort Lauderdale. So we're about about twenty miles north of Gulfstream Park. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. That sounds perfect. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get right into this, Jason. Let's talk about West Point first, and. What kind of year was it for them on the racetrack and and the company itself? I appreciate you asking that, Larry. It's been a record-setting year in terms of of wins for West Point, West Point Thoroughbreds. We're sitting currently, I believe the number is 84. The dream, the goal is to get to 90. I think we've got potentially around 15 starters or so between now and New Year's Eve left. So, you know, might have to go... Six for fifteen, which is batting at a at a very high percentage, but it could happen. But it's been a phenomenal year. I mean, between the two year old class that we purchased uh, during the two year old and training sales through the yearling sales, I mean, we've syndicated. Geez, I want to say around seventy to seventy five horses, and they're they're sold out. So you know, thank you to the to the West Point partners. It's been uh, it's been a, been a great run as well, and. You know, too many, too many highlights to just 
list here over a span of a few minutes, but one horse that comes to mind is a two-year-old of ours that we bought in April who ran in the Breeders' Cup named Carson's Run. Uh, he ran at Saratoga, broke his name first time out uh, in late July at Saratoga, and got a lot of, lot of positive uh, press with him, given his name and stuff like that. So he's, he's a horse, when you ask me about the year, aside from it just being really solid and strong on the, on the sales side, Carson's run uh, really seems to be a, a bright spot as well. And who are the other emerging and confirmed stars that have come out of West Point? Yeah, we've got a horse named Integration, okay? So he's a three-year-old colt by Quality Road. We bought him in partnership when he was a yearling at the Saratoga Select Sale. He was a $700,000 son of Quality Road. Really phenomenal pedigree on him. Took him a while to get to the races. He's trained by by Hall of Famer Shug McGahee, who's one of the all-time greats and masters when it comes to you know, training in the United States. It took integration a while to get to the races. Little issues would pop up, just the reality of the game, as, as we all know. But horses run three times. He's won all three of his races. He now has a couple of graded stakes wins. And again, Shug is very much in the driver's seat. We, you know, West Point, we don't micromanage our trainers. I mean, if you go to the website, westpointtv.com and just look at our training roster. I mean, it's literally a Hall of Fame roster. Although Shug hasn't confirmed him yet, I think a race like the Pegasus Turf at Gulfstream tail end of January will be, feels to me like the the most likely reasonable spot to bring integration back as a four-year-old. And I'm hoping he's as good as up to the mark was this year for Todd Pletcher and uh, Mike Rapoli and Vinny Viola because that horse was as good an American turf horse as we've seen in a number of years. And I, you go back and watch Integration's three races, I mean, he really seems like an exciting prospect. Maybe uh, for our new listeners, uh, you can explain about West Point and what they do and you know some of the horses, you buy them and then basically uh, piece them off to people, right? I'm very prideful anytime I'm on a sales call with a prospect or potential partner, and it's, it's the truth. You know, I always bring up in the beginning just just the reality and the fact that West Point Thoroughbreds has been around for for 33 years and counting. Started as a one horse public public racing stable that was regionally based in Pennsylvania. Uh, Terry Finley and Debbie Finley started the company. Terry's a graduate of the West Point Academy here in the states and was in the class of 1986. They charged, had no money, but charged their first ever horse a claim on their credit card, and that was back in 1990 at what is now Parks. And uh, the company's really grown into um, into just an elite elite company that plays at the absolute top of the game here in North America. And again, that's basically the genesis of how of what the company is. We buy horses. I'd say 90. Maybe 97% of our horses come from public auctions, be it yearlings or two-year-old in training, and then we sell fractional shares in those horses. And we've had some major horses over the years. I mean, West Point won the Kentucky Derby in partnership back in 2017 with Always Dreaming, and West Point purchased as a yearling flight line back in the Saratoga Select yearling sale in August of 2019. We had other partners. He was a very expensive yearling and a million dollars. But, of course, 
was the horse of the year last year. And uh, I mean, I put him up there with the all-time greats that I've seen with my my own eyes. So wonderful company, great sense of camaraderie, and uh, looking forward to 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to integration, some other horses you might want to be on the lookout. Another one trained by Shug named Signator, who uh, may run next in the Queens County Stakes up at Aqueduct in New York, Chile Aqueduct. We've got a nice a soon-to-be three-year-old named Slider out in California with John Sadler. And there's another horse that Shug currently trains named Cugino, who in all likelihood will run sometime within the next few weeks at Gulfstream Park. So morale is high. Mm-hmm. It was a great 2023. As the year winds down, it's nice to reflect and look upon your accomplishments. And again, for us, thank the horses and the partners because they make this whole thing go. But you don't want to rest on your laurels, and we're all excited to get to the get to the new year as well. So Jason, uh, your job as ownership advisor for West Point, you also are a handicapper. How do you balance the two? And and is there a preference or is it just a nice blend of roles in horse racing? It's been a nice blend with this with this company or taking taking the gig for West Point for Terry and Deb. I'm coming up on my three, my personal three year anniversary with West Point. Uh, February of 24 will be, be three years. Um, I don't handicap. I don't just have to handicap for the sake of handicapping. That was my my old job, of course, which I enjoyed. I mean, I spent close to two decades working for the New York Racing Association, and that's where I grew up. I mean, Aqueduct, Belmont, and Saratoga will always be home, especially Belmont Park. That'll always be my favorite track on the planet. I spent another four years or so, again, doing television work as as the lead lead host. Uh, for the Stronic Group at Gulfstream. So that job, both in New York and prior to joining West Point, I mean, you're handicapping. The job is handicapping and analyzing and going on the air and talking about the races, which is great, but it's nice. There's a nice blend now because my job with West Point now, I mean, yeah, it's sales. You know, you want to keep keep your partners, your current partners happy and keep them engaged. You also, of course, want to bring new people on and have them join the stable. But when you really distill it down, it's about it's about relationships. It's customer service. It's about forming relationships with people. And I really enjoy not having to look at, say, 10 races a day. I can handicap whatever races West Point has a horse in. Uh, Mike Rapoli is a good buddy of mine. I tend to look at at his horses what races they're in but it is it is nice not having to have an opinion every single race every single day so yeah the long form answer is it's a nice nice blend now and i certainly certainly you know have a lot of pride handicapping the west point horses it, it really is really is great especially in big races so where did this love for horse racing all start for you then it was probably a, as a as a young boy correct yeah i mean not that young so i grew up in a town called flora park again once i say long island that people are like oh where are you from and <laughs> as soon as i i say those two words i mean it, it, it the cat's out of the bag to, to the extreme so i grew up i grew up literally a stone's throw from belmont park racetrack home of the belmont stakes in 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 a town called flora park had no family that was involved with racing or anything like that. My dad did watch the Triple Crown races, but was hardly, I would say, a horse player. I mean, he was a very casual, again, racing fan that when he was 
out of the service after coming home from Vietnam. He's got some funny stories. Before he started working full-time, he'd go to the track. Uh, but, he, but he wasn't a guy that sat home and watched the races and bought the racing for him. But long story short, Floor Park Youth Council was having a family day at Belmont Park early summer 1993. My dad got tickets. I didn't want to go. He said, tough. We're spending the day as a family. You're going. And, I mean, I think about it often. I mean, I'm 45 now. That trip to Belmont, that day that I was essentially dragged to, to spend the day with my sister and parents, I mean, it changed. Life's crazy like that. You know, you meet your significant other, you know, on any random given day, you might have an event or a decision that could alter your life for, for the remainder of it. And that's what happened with that family day at Belmont Park. So for the remainder of high school, started following horse racing, just loved it immediately. Like any of my friends would follow a major, a major sport. And being so close to Belmont Park, a lot of the turf riders, the guys and gals that were covering, and again, you're, you know, you're talking about a completely different world back in the mid, early to mid-1990s, even into the late 1990s. Just a completely different universe in terms of newspapers and media and the internet. So a lot of the turf writers that were working for Newsday, the New York Post, the Daily News, the Racing Forum, they would have their post-racing day, I guess, cocktails at a little Italian restaurant called Poppy's Place. My late grandfather, who was the best, Grandpa John, would go and have his daily scotch there. He met them, and that's essentially how I got my initial contacts in racing and you know, here we are again. That was uh, that was over thirty or close to thirty years ago. So very fortunate. You know, I feel a little uncomfortable just talking all about myself, but I can honestly say is, you know, I get to the the second half of my my forties. I've just always been very fortunate, just in terms of ha- like you need opportunity in life, and from those initial contacts and being able to work in the industry even prior to coming out of college. I just, I've always had a lot of, a lot of opportunity, which I'm very thankful for. And speaking of the future, where do you see yourself and where do you see West Point in the coming years? I've been extremely happy. My wife would agree to Christina in the, in the close to three years that I've spent working for West Point. And, you know, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's been a great year. It's been a great, great few years since I joined the company, of course, you know, having having had and gone through the experience of having a horse like Flightline, who some people, and again, I don't like to compare contemporary horses to horses of yesteryear, but to hear him mentioned in the same same breath as as the the all time greats, and you you know the all time greats. I'm not going to repeat them here. So to have had have had that experience and to have continued to learn how to really grow into my role and and be a good seller. I'm I'm just really happy with West Point and um, you know content is the wrong word. Want to just keep getting better at sales and better at my job and better with people and better doing business and just in all of those areas. And you know in terms of the company, we have. I think when you add the yearlings, we bought about, I think, 35 yearlings between the August, September, and two from the October yearling sales. So, I mean, the stable, we're right around 200 active horses. It might even be a little over 200. And I've worked with some great people. Again, I talk about having had opportunity and how thankful I am as I reflect. 
But it, along the lines, I've worked with some great people, be it Naira, be it Goldstream, and but this is the best group of people I've ever worked with. So things things are good. Morale is high, and um, you know, just looking forward to hopefully ending the year on a, on a big note. And uh, integration is definitely the one horse though that comes to mind immediately when I think of 2024, at least early in 2024. Jason Blewett, thank you so much. And by the way, here's to the number 90 by New Year's Eve. Bye, guys. When we come back, Woodbine's multitasker Mark McKelvey joins us again today on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian-owned and family-operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, the best TV broadcaster when it comes to horse racing. Woodbine's Mark McKelvey is our guest this morning. So, Woodbine, busy until December the 17th. That's when they wrap things up. But the standard bids move into a Christmas schedule. So lots to talk about with Mark McKelvey. Welcome back to the show, Mark. Hi, Ann and Larry. Uh, good to be with you guys again. Well, let's uh, talk about some of the highlights of the Woodbine Thoroughbred meet uh, this year, Mark. Obviously, one had to be the King's Plate, right? There's a lot, which is a good thing, obviously, from uh, you know my perspective and, and across the board at Woodbine. But uh, I think this season, the one thing I've really looked at is just the way that uh, the entire season from start to finish has gone. Um, it's been strong, really. There wasn't really any ups or downs, um, so to speak. Everything was just heading in the right direction, which is really good for the future and, and kind of gets you pumped up for what next season could be. Um, the Kings play, obviously, there was a lot of uh, extra attention around that just with it being the first Kings played in, in quite some time, several decades, and, and how would the event maybe be reimagined and, and rebranded. And uh, I really think our team uh, hit it out of the park. You know, we had a sold-out crowd. The, the, the event was sold out days in advance. Uh, the you went off without a hitch. The weather was was great. I mean, that, that's the one thing you, you can't control, right? But I thought it was an awesome event and uh, maybe brought some, I don't want to say new life to the event because it's always been especially in Toronto, one of those uh, can't-miss events of the summer. But, uh, you know, you have an opportunity when you have a name change to, to kind of go a, a little bit of a different direction. And um, I'm really looking forward to next year could be because, you know, I've already heard some of the plans and, and you know, we got plans in motion and uh, it'll be even uh, bigger and better come next year. So that's probably the, the number one highlight, of course, then mixed in with the, the great racing we had through the fall when you when you really get a lot of the stars of the sport coming for our 
for our grade one events on the turf. Um, there's no better time of the season, in my opinion. You know, Woodbine Mile Day is probably my favorite day of racing, at least over at Woodbine. Let's talk about some of the things that impacted racing at Woodbine uh, over this past season, over this past year. Things like the weather. I remember last summer, real difficulties, but also on maybe on a, a positive note, uh, the advent of uh, Bet365. Yeah, I mean, the weather, that was something that was obviously very challenging through the uh, early part of the summer was the uh, the air quality and something that we hadn't seen before. And just talking with our racing team, there's plans now being put in motion for how we handle that going forward because it isn't something that we had to deal with. But obviously now I don't think this is just going to be a one-off. I think there's possibility that this isn't going to be something that uh, we only had to deal with in 2023. It could be something next year and the years after that. So what is the threshold? Maybe there needs to be a little more... Um, you know, research and, and studying done just to know when uh, it is safe to race and, and what kind of flexibility we can have. You know, it was recently uh, mentioned at one of our Stronger Together sessions with the with the racing community that is there going to possibly be some flexibility that you could move a card to later in the day or could you move it to the next day? Things like that. So those discussions are happening. And, you know, we look at the way the weather's been here over the last couple of weeks as we head into the now the final two weeks of the season it hasn't been really that bad, and, and usually we can really get pelted at the end of the season. So maybe it's kind of flipped a bit that we had this hiccup partway through the year, and maybe we'll be okay to take it right down to the closing day. Uh, you did mention about Bet365, and I think that uh, is something that will be uh, you know, something that we'll look back on several years from now and say, you know, in 2023, that's really when it all got started. That's when it got launched. And I think it's going to be a game changer. The way that sports betting continues to grow, uh, the way that people have access just at their fingertips, Bet365 is an awesome, awesome platform. And um, it's been a little bit of a slow burn right now, but I think that's that was maybe expected just because it is new. Um, and for the, the people we're trying to recruit to start wagering on horse racing, uh, you know, you look at the sports better who is maybe just playing football or, or basketball. It is new. It's going to take some time to, to grab their interest. But now that they're seeing it on the apps that they're familiar to using, um, I think that's going to just continue to grow as we go forward. And especially come next year, we talk about events like the Kings Plate, but even race days um, south of the border, like the Kentucky Derby. Everybody knows when the Kentucky Derby is, whether you're uh, a diehard racing fan or just uh, maybe a casual sports fan. You know what the Derby is. And if you're a sports better, you're probably going to want to throw a few bucks on. So I think it's days like that where we're really going to have to capitalize and, and pull them in and hopefully get them to become uh, return customers. Well, I want to uh, change gates here, I guess you could <laughs> say, and, and talk a, a little bit about uh, Woodbine uh, Mohawk Park and the Standard Meet, and especially one highlight race, which was the Mo- Mohawk Million and the win by TCI. And I remember your race call, and people have complimented you on that race call. Talk about that race. I'll remember that one for <laughs> probably forever, really. Uh, first million-dollar race that I had the chance to, to be the, the track announcer for. So, I mean, right there, it was going to stand out, obviously, uh, as a personal highlight. But then for the way the race went, to have the, the favorite make a break and go off stride at the start and then still come back to win. I mean, you don't even – you might see that a handful of times across the whole sport in North America in one year but you never see it in a race of that level or that magnitude. So uh, it's a victory that's going to stand out on, on that horse's um, resume and, and always going to probably be a career light, a highlight of his. So to kind of have played a small part and, and to be linked to that, that that's, that, you know, it's pretty neat, right? Like that's a, certainly going to be a personal highlight, like I said, and, and that race just, it's still in its infancy, right? And, and we might have to look um, as we go forward at how that, 
format works and if it continue it can continue at this level but you know we're certainly working at that and and that race having something like that that's going to stand out as a memorable moment i think will probably add to its um luster and maybe prestige as we continue forward with it so that that was definitely a big highlight for me that was an awesome night of racing as well we had the metro pace she's a great lady um it really didn't get much better than that i think a night like that is really starting to rival uh the pepsi north america cup maybe not yet from the I want to say the event experience. I mean, it's always a great night at the track, but you know the Pepsi North America Cup's got a big head start. You know, we just had the 40th edition. Uh, it's an event that people come out to, and you know you're going to get everything on top of the great racing, including you know music, food, drinks, everything that goes with that. I think our team um, seeing that the level that that's at with what we got on the track going to continue to match that off the track and, and i highly encourage people that come next year that's a night you're not going to want to miss and still with woodbine mohawk park what are you anticipating for the christmas schedule for several years we actually would shut down following boxing day uh and take uh, about a 10-day break or so to speak so uh that's kind of shifted now where we use that break towards the end of march which is from a, a maintenance standpoint makes a lot more sense uh, the weather's changing from winter to spring so you can get a lot of your track work done and, and stuff around the property whereas taking that break over the holidays which is obviously very nice for, for everybody to catch their breath over the holiday season um you can't get as much work done and then you're kind of lacking that opportunity through the the rest of the year uh so we'll be racing right through the the christmas and, and holiday season and um, you get really good crowds over that time, especially leading up. Um, I think it's a, it's a great night out. If you're looking for a, a night out to, to celebrate the holidays, whether that's a work function or maybe with some family and friends, I mean, coming out to the track for, for a great dinner and, and taking in the, the racing action, it doesn't get much better than that. So we've seen some good crowds over the last few weekends, and I'll continue right up to to uh, Christmas Day. And then on, on Boxing Day, that's, uh, that's an annual event where we, we, it's the only time we race in the afternoon all year long. And uh, it draws a great crowd. We had a really good handle last year. So all signs point towards that being a, an awesome day again. That's one of my favorite days of the year, too, though, because it's it's something unique. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have those major stakes races where, at least from my standpoint, you know, you're probably running around. You're very busy. Uh, it's just a great day to, to enjoy the racing and, and enjoy that uh, festive cheer. Well, talking about betting handles, uh yeah, talk about betting handles <laughs> at, at Woodbine Mohawk Park and, and Woodbine the Thoroughbred Meet. With the Thoroughbred Meet winding down uh, come next weekend, right after we always uh, like to put out a, a bit of a business recap and, and just compare the numbers from year to year and, and see where we're at. It's, it's going to be another real strong year when it comes to, to all sources, meaning all the money that's been bet on Woodbine Racing and Mohawk Racing. Um, the numbers are going to be very, very good again. Last year was the first time ever that we uh, we hit a billion dollars in total handle between the two tracks so that was quite an accomplishment um you know we're going to be right around there again there are some areas that uh, have been addressed uh, including how the the wagering numbers are going here in ontario because uh, they're down a bit and that's uh very important to note because uh, you might see at the end of the day a, a really really strong handle but again that's all the money that was bet from everywhere on that day's racing at woodbine um, you got to, for us, it's important to see how we're doing in the, we call it the home market area because that money, uh, um, you get a bigger cut obviously, but then that goes right back into the purses and a lot of the other programs within the province. So, um, that's something that's going to definitely be on the radar is how we continue to, uh, grow that come next year. And, you know, our product is really well supported uh, across the board. And I think that just speaks volumes to, and I know it's been mentioned time and time again, but the, the Woodbine brand, I think it's as strong as it's ever been. So, uh, I think Mohawk will really benefit from that through the, the winter months because, uh, again, it's it's a world-class racing. It's the best 
standard red product uh, in North America, maybe even the world, and you've got four nights a week of racing. So, and you do see a little bump sometimes when even the thoroughbred players kind of push their way over to the standard red side once uh, the woodbine meat shuts down. So I, I think the numbers will continue to stay uh, very steady over the next several months, and, and we should have good momentum when the thoroughbred season starts next April. Okay, let's talk about you, Mark McKelvey. So I have a question that's a little unusual, but I'm known for that over my millions of years as a broadcaster. You have many jobs at Woodbine. You do so many things from so many different perspectives. You're looking at the horse racing industry. Have you ever had the chance to actually experience firsthand what it's like to race? Obviously, I'm not going to be riding in any races anytime soon if anybody has uh, seen me standing uh, at the racetrack. But uh, <laughs> when it comes to the standard bread uh, side, it's it certainly always piques my interest. But uh, it's something that uh, I've never got out there to at least experience it um, in the in the real intense action when it comes to, to training full tilt or, or to uh, actually sitting behind a horse in a, in a real mile. But it's always piqued my interest, and I get a lot of offers from a lot of the people around the track and a lot of my friends who want me to come out to their barn in the mornings. But uh, like you said, I'm busy, so you know I maybe <laughs> keep that to the side, and, and maybe one day. But uh, it's um, when I was younger, you know, I grew up in the racing industry with both my parents involved, but both kind of on, on the business side of things. So there was always a little bit of hesitancy of, um, you know, whether you should be kind of getting into the barns, but, uh, I was always peeking around a little bit. You know, I spent a few years, uh, in my teen, my teens, uh, working on the, the backstretch at, at Woodmine Mohawk Park, uh, on the maintenance team. So definitely spent a lot of time in the barns, cleaned a lot of stalls, but, uh, <laughs> haven't necessarily, uh, sat behind one yet in, in that real intense action. So maybe, maybe 2024, you never know, but, um, I wouldn't, uh, set the, the odds too low on that one just yet. <laughs> you but, won't, we uh, won't bet I'll on always that. always be involved in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, before we let you get back to work and uh, your multitude of jobs that you're doing there, uh, I want to get your thoughts on the Sovereign Award for Thoroughbred Horse of the Year in Canada and the O'Brien Award for Strandbred Horse of the Year in Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Put me on the spot a little bit here. Um, I always I do, say, you know. Yeah, no, no. And uh, that's the one thing about a lot of the, the hats I wear. It's usually got to be pretty good on your toes. So uh, I would say I'm just looking on the thoroughbred side and it's tough because I, I think you always have to consider the impact on Canadian racing. Um, that's something to definitely keep in mind. Not necessarily maybe the, the top performer, um, but usually a lot of times that goes hand in hand. Yeah, I've, I have a I have a tough time coming up there on the thoroughbred side just yet who that who that horse might be. I mean, if you'd had somebody, um, you know, with three different winners in the triple crown legs, uh, you know, a horse like uh, Moira, I think she would have definitely been in the conversation. Uh, Patches O'Houlihan, um, you know, the run that he was on, that was uh, certainly had him in the conversation. So that one, I'm not sure if I've got I got a pick for you uh, on the standard side. I that it's again kind of a little bit of a tougher question. Um, I think uh, on the standard bread side in the United States, there's a few horses that certainly stand out like uh, Confederate and then those two-year-old trotters that you mentioned, like a TCI or a Carl. But uh, back home here in Canada, I think it's the impact on Canadian racing that you have to go with uh, uh, Sylvia Hanover, the, the three-year-old pacing filly. She had a just a remarkable season, won the Breeders' Crown again. Uh, and while her race is here, in Canada were, were somewhat limited um, just because of the way the stakes calendar was. She did win the Fan Hanover. She did win the Simcoe Stakes. 
And uh, again, I think she represented our, our country uh, very proudly. Um, and I know the, the local racing community was always rooting her on. So uh, Sylvia Hanover would be my pick here uh, mm. for the O'Brien Award. Nicely done. Woodbine's Mark McKelvey, thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of everyone here at Ponies 24-7, really, there are just three of us. <laughs> um, I'd like to say happy holidays to yeah. you and all the best in 2024. And we will be talking in 2024. That is for sure. Absolutely. Always look forward to it. All the best for the holiday season to you guys as well. Yeah, you too. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other racing at several North American tracks. Please make sure your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to ontarioracing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at ontarioracing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems? As Lucky Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, he's worked so hard on this. Sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing, Larry. Thanks, Anne. Let's start at Woodbine. They have a nine race card today as it heads into the final week of the 2023 season. With today's card including the $100,000 La Provente Stakes. Race six, though, is a six and a half furlong event, a maiden special weight for two-year-old fillies, a purse of $111,600 on the tapita. A large field of 11 have been entered, including number 11, Flash in the Sky. Flash in the Sky has started twice her first start. She closed well against the speed bias to miss by one and one quarter lengths. 
Last start as a beaten favorite, Flash in the Sky closed wide for second, and today trainer Kevin Attard adds blinkers, and Flash in the Sky makes the all-important third start off the layoff today. Leading jockey Kamira is back in the saddle again, and combined with Kevin Attard, the duo is 21% in 2022 and 2023. So Woodbine race six, number 11, Flash in the Sky. And just a note, there's a half-sister uh, to Flash in the Sky uh, called uh, Fashionably Fab, who is in the La Provenante Stakes today. So Terra Racing Stable and Kevin Attard could have a very big day, and we wish them well because Terra is also Pineview Hyundai, who's one of our sponsors. So good luck to them. Uh, well, Oakland Park opened for business this week with a 10-race card today that includes the $150,000 Mistletoe Stakes for fillies and mares. Race 4 is a maiden special weight, though, for two-year-olds, a purse of 115000 A full field of 12 have been entered, including the Brad Cox train number 9, Circe, a well-bred son of Good Magic who returns today as a new gelding. This guy started twice an August debut race at Ellis Park where he took some betting action but was bumped and steadied and finished a close fifth. His next start on October 1st was at Churchill Downs where Searcy chased the pace down on the inside and yielded between horses to finish a well-beaten sixth. Searcy returns today with three well-spaced workouts including two back-to-back four furlong breezes and Brad Cox is 20% with horses returning off a layoff, and jockey Sean and trainer Cox are 40% in a small sample in 2022 and 2023 with an ROI of 5.32. So Oakland Park, race four, number nine, Searcy. Gulfstream Park has an 11 race card today. Race eight is a maiden special weight for two-year-olds, one mile on the turf, a purse of $70,000. A large field of 12 have been entered with four also eligibles, and I believe this race goes through number two, Air Invasion, who makes his second lifetime start after debuting at Aqueduct on November the 9th in a six furlong turf event where this guy was a closing third. In that race, Air Invasion was bet down to six to one, and his 72 buyer is the best of today's field, and trainer Christophe Clement has worked this guy twice at five furlongs since shipping down the Gulfstream, including a bullet 101 and four breezing on December the 1st. In that Aqueduct race, Air Invasion raced like a horse that should like today's distance, and trainer Clement has made a career of winning with two-year-olds on the turf and is 15% with maidens making their second start. And jockey Cheminade and trainer Clement are a terrific 40% combined in 2022-2023 with an ROI of 628. So Gulfstream Park, race eight, number two, Air Invasion. And finally, Woodbine Mohawk Park has an 11 race card tonight, and we are going right to the last race on the card, and number seven, Reactor Now, who was a beaten favorite last week when he finished a closing second. Reactor Now had actually missed a week going into that last start, but actually he hasn't missed the top three since shipping up from the U.S. after an October 21st race at the Meadowlands. Reactor Now certainly knows how to win races with 16 wins, and getting back to last week's second-place finish, he did pace his back half in 54-4, and four, and regular driver, front of the show, Doug McNair is back in the bike tonight after missing last week's start. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race 11, number 7, Reactor Now A. And don't forget that the holiday toy drive supporting the Tiger Jeet Singh Foundation and Miracle on Main Street runs until December the 11th. And Mohawk Park is accepting donations for new unwrapped toys at Woodbine Mohawk Park. So if you're looking for something to do tonight, I suggest you go there and, and 
donate some toys. Larry Simpson, you are incredible. Thank you for your terrific work, and it's just such a pleasure to be with you. I look forward to our coming together next Saturday. Before we go, a big shout-out to market fans of horse racing, and also, on a personal note, I want to wish our producer, Phil McCabe, a very happy birthday today. We, We love you. You make this a winning show, Phil. And goodbye, and thanks for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a little reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine, oh, and a new one was recently released, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies, and donate to this very worthy cause. Stay with 105.9 The Region all weekend long. Thank you so much for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Ann Romer and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more from the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.